God, we love you, and we thank you for moments to encounter your presence through worship. And God, we acknowledge that we've had opportunities to engage with your presence, and we ask that your presence would stay with us as we uh, begin to study your word, God, and begin to have discussions about your word. And uh, we just pray that we would leave different because we've encountered you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Come on, everybody said amen, amen. Happy Mother's Day. Welcome to Action Church. My name is, is Tyler, and I'm here with Pastor Justin and Stephanie for a special Q&A today. Come on, a little Mother's Day, Mother's Day Q&A. action Q&A. Q&A, Q&A? Q&A on Mother's Day. Yeah, Q&A. We just invented something there. Steph, happy Mother's Day. Thank you. How you feeling today? I feel like a mother. Like a mom. What's it feel? How's it feel to be a mom? What's it feel like to be a mother? Yeah. Um, it's great. It's very fulfilling. <laughs> that sounded really safe. Yes. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Love my kids. Yeah. How does it feel to be married to a mom? <laughs> uh, better than not. <laughs> great. Being married to you? Yeah. I don't know. We're, no, I we're off it's to, a really great question. We're off to a really good start yeah, here. Seems yeah. like we prepared yeah. really well, well for this. Here's, here's what's happening. We've been gathering questions through through text messages. We had a text uh, number we had sent out. We've been gathering uh, questions through comments on Facebook, Instagram. And so we've got some questions we'll get to here uh, in just a second. I'm curious. It is it is Mother's Day. What does Mother's Day typically look like at a daily home? Well, Justin's always been really clear that I'm not his mother. And so, uh, so there's, Sounds accurate. there's very little that he feels no. obligated I mean, to participate in. Um, so once the boys got to an age where he could encourage them yeah. to to either write me a card. Yeah, they draw or, some cards. We do okay. some crafts. Give me a hug. Well, homemade card? Yeah, yeah. homemade great. card, homemade craft yeah. from Bentley. That's usually the, it's, usually the deal. It's what very what kind of crafts? I'm interested in what kind of oh. crafts uh, Papa Justin Daly oh. has No, Bentley. Uh, Bentley oversees the crafting. Yeah. Does uh, more of a more, is, you know, at Action Church, we empower people, <laughs> and so I empower Bentley. Yeah, and he's, he's great. Yeah. He's got yeah. his own craft room. Really, yeah. really goes for it. He has a craft room. Yes. No. Yeah, that's a true story. Yeah? He's, he's Interesting. Into it's the, it's he's in the into the arts. It's in the playroom. Yeah. yeah. He enjoys a good craft, working with the hands. Yeah. yeah. A little okay. something he picked up from his Grammy, I think. Yeah. Uh, nice. Shout right. out to my mom. Happy Mother's Day, Happy Grammy. Mother's Day yeah, Grammy. Yeah, you're going to All the moms. All you're going to want to do that. That's yeah. good. Happy Mother's Day. I'm not great at holidays just in general. I, I, I'm more like, let's just be consistently great 365. Which I can Instead of just show up every now yeah. and then yeah. with a gift or a flower or a card. It's, it's kind of an interesting question because you guys are pastors, right? So like Sundays... A lot of holidays fall on Sundays. Yeah. So what's what's that? How, is it look any different at your home? Because I mean, church is typically happening as it is today on Mother's Day, which is a Sunday. So is yeah, it any kind I mean, of? Usually until quarantine, life, pandemic. You know, Easter, Mother's Day were the busiest days of the year. Now that everything's online and kind of a, a change, it is is definitely different yeah. than, than it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about like just dealing with you know today's special, Easter was special. Birthdays, people are celebrating birthdays, graduations are looking different, like all of these things that, that are just looking different right now. Is there anything that you guys are doing to, to just adjust to that? Like different doesn't necessarily mean worse, uh, but it feels like that at first, right? So is there anything you guys are doing in your home to kind of help reset those expectations or, or just kind of personally to help adjust to those? I mean, I think that, that in a lot of ways we've, we've looked to find ways to keep doing what was important to us before all of this happened. And so we're still, um, we still take Thursdays to be just me and him. And that's usually on the golf course where I will say I'm getting much better. Um, yes, much better. 
I've, there was a lot of room for improvement. <laughs> there, there was a lot of room for improvement, but I've beat him twice now. So She's beat you. I've beat him twice. Um, no. Well, go ahead and, and give them yeah, the full story. Allow, you've, got but you've beaten me with two other people playing a scramble with shots. So if you know that, if you're watching and you know what that but means. But he sets up the you, game, you take a w gives you us the yeah. amount of shots, yeah. and then we win with those amount of shots. It's a yeah, win. But to tell people you beat me at golf is, is a lie. I think I like. Yeah. I, I think I go with the W yeah. there. Yeah, Steph. Steph's up one. Um, well, we're finding shows to watch to, together. Needless to say, now that you're telling lies in our our sermon time, uh, your <laughs> Mother's Day. Your Mother's Day gift is being returned. That's <laughs> I think it's Mother's Day. Uh, Mom's always just, right. To be just honest, today. I, yeah, I, I, get, I get this I one get day to yeah. just win all the arguments. I didn't get anything anyway. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> There's no question. <laughs> Bentley's crafts going away. <laughs> They're crafts coming. Thrown away. So I'm hearing you say there's a Thursday date day that was consistent before all of this. You're right. still trying to protect that. What other things you were saying? Um, yeah, we're, we're trying to uh, to find things that, that we enjoy to do together. So a couple of shows. Netflix is a big. So trying to find ones that we actually agree on and then sure. make time to yeah. watch those together. Um, family night has become a little more consistent yeah. because night. they're yeah. always... There. What kind of games? Well, they're no attack. A lot of wrestling. A lot of wrestling. Wrestling. Like, of wrestling. Like physical wrestling. Yes, yeah, like me yeah, and yeah. boys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty loud. Pretty crazy. It's so it's so loud. <laughs> you doing okay with all that? I. The thing is, too, is we recently uh, tore down some walls in our house, and so... Like literal walls, not like figuratively or relationally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good clarification. Or, or both. <laughs> um, but, yeah, our, I just feel like our house is so loud, and if you know me, like, I'm just kind of a loud person in general, so it just... Yeah, it just feels like there's noise all the time that I, I can't... Well, what really happened is now... You know what it feels like to yeah, be us. It, like it you always yell. I'm, and so I'm now really working like on yelling, it yeah. now because I see. Yeah. I, it's a real thing, guys. <laughs> it's a real thing. <laughs> well, uh, a couple of questions were coming in um, just about the scripture in general and what kind of scripture, if any, what kind of verses, books of the Bible are specifically speaking to, to you right now. Is there anything that you're finding yourself any story, any Bible character, anything you're going back to on a regular basis that's just really kind of speaking uh, to your soul during this time? Pastor Steph? I, I knew. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I almost said Pastor Justin. <laughs> um, no, I think that um, really one of my life verses has always been um, that, that God is faithful to complete what he started. And I think that um, in a time that feels very like standstill, I think I'm trying to remind myself that that everything that God was doing in and through this place and through us as leaders and um, through our ministry is God is going to be faithful to continue that. And so um, just leaning into trusting him with what the next steps look like as we take this each day at a time. Yeah. <clears throat> I've been really enjoying our sermon series uh, yeah. that we just completed. It's, so. it's been okay. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. yeah. It's like a C. No, I think... Uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, that's God's kind of providence uh, to allow us to be in that series for seven weeks. I think it's yeah. been a gift to yeah. the church and, and just studying for it, you know, going through some unknown times and some tough times, uh, really studying what Jesus did has been really, yeah. really important. Are, are you ever are you ever surprised as a pastor? Um, like you said that God's providence to put us in this series in the season that we're in. We didn't know that was going to happen when we're planning this series. Yeah. And now we find it. Are you surprised that you're surprised at that? Does that, does that make sense? Like. 
Yeah, I mean, six years into the church, yeah, no, not, not really. I mean, it seems like we, God calls us to do something crazy and then just kind of shows up and we get on the other side of it. And it's like, well, that, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm always initially surprised and then you get through it and you're like, yeah, that kind of that kind of makes sense at this point. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I want to get to some of the questions that actually came in from some people. So, so this question is from, from Zoe. Uh, and Zoe's asking, um, where is the church? It's kind of an intense question, so I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and preface you with that. But wow. she says, where is the church lacking in presence, or what area do we need to, to take back for God's glory? <clears throat> um, I think speaking from a... Uh, oh, can I start? No, you go ahead. I, I never know. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Um, I think speaking from kind of the, uh, the role I play here, creative pastor, um, it's interesting to me that that when we um, that when we look in the secular world, our, our music and our movies, and um, that there's a clear distinction between uh, the secular and the Christian world creatively. And I think that um, like I would be passionate about kind of closing that gap. That that we should because we have the presence of God and because we have um, a relationship with the Creator of the universe. That that our creativity should be some of the best and the brightest, yeah. that the things that we're putting, it should be, it sh and so we're always looking for ways um, where we can kind of close the gap on uh, what it, what is attractive in the secular world should be even more attractive in the That's Christian great. world. Yeah. So anything you think with that topic of anything that the church needs to take back or anything that's lacking the presence of God that? No, I mean, I, th <laughs> I think that's, that's a great answer. I don't, I think we're trying to assert ourselves in, in the wrong way. I would say um, outside of creatively and using what the gifts that God has given us, I think I would say maybe um, maybe less is more. I think if anything, the church should stop asserting itself and fighting the wrong fights yeah. in a lot of the world yeah. as opposed to we got to take this back and we got to show them. I don't really yeah. know why we would try and prove a lost and dying world wrong that we're trying to win like we wow. know they're wrong we have we have a different set of truth and so we're trying to win an argument um and we're not playing by the same rules kind of like the golf deal earlier um there's just a different there's a different set of rules right. happening they don't believe the same thing so we're trying to assert ourselves and engage so i do think we should value excellence uh and we should not uh shrink back from our convictions but i think far too often most christians are trying to insert themselves in places for the wrong reasons we're trying to win it back to be Christian as opposed to win people uh, to a relationship with Jesus. You, you said something, don't fight the, the wrong fight. Mm -hmm. So how do you just do a job? Like you're a Christian leader leading a big organization. How do you like clearly yeah, we, define that line? We talk about it a lot. We've done several sermons on it. Just picking people over platforms, picking people over um, uh, just priorities or agendas. I mean, so often you can pick, you name it. Uh, politics or morality or issues, they want you to pick a side. Uh, and there's people on both sides. And there's people that need Jesus on both sides. So as long as that's always the filter, yeah. yes, are we for certain things and against certain things? Absolutely. We're for things that the Bible is for. We're against things that the Bible is against. We're against injustice. We're against racism. We're against abortion. Yeah. We're against all of those things. But to come out and make that platform bigger than the people on both sides yeah. of it, that's where Christians get mixed yeah, up. Like good. I'm I'm against a bunch of people that are for something else. No, I'm for you. I'm against what you believe in. But when we over-assert ourselves on these platforms, we forget that there's people we're trying to reach on both sides. Yeah. That's so good. 
Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, Carter, uh, he, we went with a hard one out of the gate. We'll go to a little softball here, okay? Cool. We're going to lob a little softball here. Carter's asking, what are your favorite pair of shoes? So, uh, so right, you're a big shoe guy. You played a little safe today, but uh, you're a big shoe guy. You like uh, like a loud pair of Nikes, loud pair of Jordans, LeBrons. What's your favorite uh, shoe brand and your favorite pair of shoes? Um, I don't know. Probably my probably my Jordan golf shoes. There's not a, there's not a whole yeah. lot of Jordan golf shoes. You'll see a lot of people on the golf course with Jordans. I got a couple of pair of you Jordan like them because brand. they're rare. I like any, yeah, I don't want to be wearing something mm -hmm. else. I don't want to see anybody else wearing what I'm wearing. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Favorite pair of shoes, Steph? I, I'm, I'm not as into the shoe game. No? You, oh, I have to leave room for... Yeah, my closet's it's bigger than hers. Uh, a lot bigger. Uh, a lot bigger. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... So no no favorite pair of shoes you like a good flip flop a closed toed shoe what's uh, what's your no any yeah style? no I like my I like Crocs? my feet to be covered yeah. <laughs> yeah like like even in the swimming pool kind of like I'm a socks in the I swimming pool kind of a girl Steph, socks in the pool <laughs> Steph really did wear socks in the pool till about eighteen huh yeah yeah I get yeah. that I don't I I just I think that feet are kind of ugly and so like just interesting yeah Talk no just it. in general have you but, been have you been to a freedom group in action church but then or? actually then I then I started like comparing my feet to other feet and felt like well mine are okay for feet there, there's a message <laughs> in there somewhere that's <laughs> that's really good I don't I don't think so no. I, don't, I don't think you should compare yourself to other people I mean think, I just, of, I, think no, about all the no, people's feet you're putting just down like right feet, now like feet pretty much for the most part look the same and like I feel like hold on I feel like you saw my feet and you're like oh god <laughs> no. mine are way better than no, yours you, for, for, no <laughs> for men's feet you have fine feet like thank you yeah I think a we quick Google image search of feet would yeah. feel better back here. We took yeah. this so way too You far. want Stephanie? Stephanie can save us. <laughs> Stephanie will bring us back. Uh, she's asking, um, what do you feel your parents did right to get you where you are today? So looking back uh, on, your, on your childhood, what are some specific things you felt your parents did to help set you up for where you're at today? Um, I grew up in a great home. Uh, Mom and dad are, are at Action Church and, and, and both lead and serve here. And, um, so I think the greatest gift they gave me was consistency and, and security. So there was a there was discipline, there was expectations, there was work ethic, but there was a sense of security that just uh, across all all areas. So I knew they believed in me, they loved me. Failure was okay, um, and that I was just create. I was they were creating a place that um, that really I could achieve or. Uh, Strive or take risks, and know that you know mom and dad loved me and they believed in me. I think that that produced a lot of the the confidence um, and the integrity and character uh, that's formed growing sure. up. Yeah, yeah, your parents are your your <clears throat> biggest fans for sure. For sure. <clears throat> um, yeah, in a lot of ways, I, I feel the same way that my parents did a great job of really just laying this foundation. I, I grew up in the church. Um, I always understood and knew the importance of a relationship with God. And I think that because of that, um, I didn't experience a lot of things that, that people outside of a relationship with God <clears throat> um, can. That being said, <clears throat> uh, if you know my story, uh, you know that I actually, I don't, I, I didn't grow up with my biological dad. And um, something that, that has always meant so much to me is that, that the man that came into my life and raised me um, has always just been kind of my picture of redemption, um, that, that there is nothing too far gone and that God can take these really um, 
unfortunate circumstances and he can make something really great out of it. And so I love my mom and dad. Oh, that's good. Wow, what a mother's wow, day message. What a moment. Yeah. From feet to sentimental. We have really covered I bet my mom is like yeah. all, all over yeah. online right now. We, we love we'll, you. We'll have to verify. Uh, how, about, uh, how about this? Um, now that you are parents, explaining what you just explained, is there anything that you're doing intentionally with your boys to kind of carry on that legacy, so to speak? Yeah, we talk a lot. Um, Consistency is a big thing. Time with them is a big thing. Doing what you say you're going to do is big, I think, especially for me as a father. Um, but I, I talk a lot, especially with Bentley, who's nine now. Um, and he's a great kid. He doesn't get in trouble near as much uh, as his little brother. Uh, but the con- it's very conversational at this point. Yeah. He's got a really soft heart. So it's always very quickly, hey, you're not in trouble anymore. We've already we've already handled consequences, already handled discipline. Now I'm just I'm just talking to you to help you learn. Like it's very much just consistently saying, this is, this is my job to help you get yeah. better. And so daddy's not mad at you. You're not in trouble anymore. Let's just spend some time talking about how we can do this better next time. And so just um, just consistently not letting them get away with uh, really anything uh, that would be a lack of integrity or character and then just talking them through the process. Pernit said quite a bit that we're trying to not get them to obey. We're trying to win their heart and, and a relationship that we can walk through anything together. So not necessarily they need to obey right away, which is important, but we need to build trust relationship and kind of capture the heart as they as they grow older. Yeah. And then I think like just getting on the same page. I mean, I think that that we're constantly having conversations about what parenting looks like and um, what's important to us and what we value. And so from early on, um, we kind of decided that there were four things that dailies do or don't do. And we kind of live by those. And so dailies are passionate about God. Dailies are passionate about people. Uh, We are for each other and dailies don't lie. Mm-hmm. Dailies don't lie. Dailies don't lie. <laughs> That's great. Um, <clears throat> this question came in through the text line. I don't know if it's a young couple looking to uh, maybe start the process of, of parenting, but they're asking, when did you know uh, and decide that you were ready to be parents? I don't know if you're ever ready to be <laughs> right. parents. Yeah. yeah, we actually, we, we went five years yep. before we, we started and uh, started. started the conversation about kids. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Here's the Speechy. thing. Yeah. Speechy. Yeah. Um, we didn't go five years before we started. Five, five years is uh, having kids. Yes, having kids, for having sure, kids, for sure. And I'm actually, I'm really thankful for that for that time. I think that, that we grew a lot as a couple, and it really prepared us for the transition that parenting is. And if you've become a parent, you know that that's a transition on your marriage. Um, the funny thing is, is that after we had Bentley, he was so perfect that I thought like, we're done, like we're, we're good. And, um, but we had always talked about having two. And so I thought that I could convince Justin that like, we should just, we should just play it safe at this point. Um, and I couldn't do that. And we were in a conversation and I was set on being done by the age of 30. And he quickly reminded me that I was 29, and it takes no, we, some yeah, time it was, to have yeah, a baby. It was October, and she had just turned 29. She goes, no, we have time. Like, I want to be done by 30. I'm like, babe, you, we better get started quick, because like, <laughs> yeah. you have a year until so, you're 30. So, yeah. so there was, yeah, there was four years in between the boys, because I was trying to convince Justin to stop. To stop and, but 
where would we be without the king? Yeah, I mean, the right. world needs the, world the needs king. king. He does. We so. do. Yes. Bentley uh, would disagree, but <laughs> <laughs> on most days. On some days. Uh, this, this question came in, too. We'll switch, switch gears a little bit. The text line came in. Um, it says, the Bible doesn't say to hope when you pray. It says to believe. Uh, believe is an action word. So how do I, in all caps, act like I'm healed when I'm limping and cringing through the current pain in my body? Um, I don't think, I don't know that we can answer that. I don't know how you would act like you're healed of a physical ailment. Um, so whether, whether, what you're trying to say is how do you put your faith in action in the process? Yeah. Um, and there's always a process to any miracle um, any act of faith, very rarely is the promise and the fulfillment side by side or right after one another. Yeah. And so that is where faith is walked out. The Bible says faith without action is dead. And so to just to just pray, if we just prayed and always got our answers right when we prayed, it would take no faith. It would just be like putting a coin into something and getting something dispensed, genie in a bottle. God is more worried about the how you walk through the process than he is actually the healing. And maybe just speaking to you today, if you're waiting on a healing, um, maybe God is doing something in the hospital room, in the rehab facility, when you're going through whatever tough deal you're going through, um, not making light of it. I hate that you're walking through that painful situation, but God never promised us easy. He just promised us that he would be with us and he promised us that he would use whatever you're walking through uh, for his glory. So just continue to put your faith in action and trust him day by day and look for ways Really go back and watch the seven weeks of the series. Look at what Jesus did on his worst day and go step by step through those seven statements. And I think that you will see yourself walking in faith through through any situation. Yeah, it's great. Uh, Josie's asking, um, what are some things that you hope carry over once we're meeting again in person? Anything that we're doing right now that you're just like, man, I really hope we keep doing that once we're back to gathering in person. Um, I think that we're doing a better job of connecting with our church um, consistently, the, the care network, uh, some of the location pastor uh, daily devotionals. There's several things that we're doing that I feel like are kind of above and beyond ways to connect with the church. And who knows what we'll keep and not keep, but I, I think there'll be a lot of things that we learned in this season, both in the church and business uh, and as families that uh, I think we've gotten, even gotten better through this season. For sure. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, anything from, from your perspective, Steph, that you're seeing? I think that realizing that that the methods can change, but the mission doesn't have to. And mm. we've, we've said that a lot, but yeah. that, that just realizing that um, that we're going to stay on mission, but but the <coughs> methods that we use won't always be the same. They don't have to be the same. Yeah, oh, that's really good. Yeah, I, I want to I want to wrap everything up today. It's Mother's Day. We're going to have a little bit of fun here at the end. Um, I just wanted to ask what your favorite things about Steph are. Again, since it's Mother's Day, we're going to end sentimental, uh, right? We, we said that we're going to get spiritual and sentimental he, here. So Wait a second. Did he prepare you for this question? Because this is all off the <laughs> cuff is, for me. Off the cuff. Did off you know? Cuff. I did not know. You did not know. No. So I have to go first. It's, it's a you Mother's Day treat. It's only you. It's Mother's Day. Oh, it's only she's you. not going to tell me she loves no, mommy. No, it's only you. Oh, that's oh. no. <laughs> that's so yeah. um, I love that Thank you, you are here. Yes, thank you uh, should. I love that you're a mother. <laughs> this this sounds very familiar, like the <laughs> like when you were asked to affirm Tyler on the weekly update. <laughs> um, uh, Number one. 
I love, honestly, I think that you do a great job. I think that you, uh, the guy gave us two little boys. I think you're going to be a great mom of, of little boys, young men, and, and even grown men. I think that you see their potential um, and affirm them and love them consistently. Um, you are uh, very creative. I think what you do for our church, uh, you make uh, almost every environment more fun. Like you, you're not as funny as I am, um, but that you are. True, but. but you are more fun than I am. Okay. Uh, and um, and I think you look pretty good too. So. Well, thank you. Uh, man, I, I felt I felt the Mother's Day I, love there. I felt mm. that too. That's like a Hallmark card. Yes. In real life, there, yeah. Yeah. That was really sweet. Thanks. That's great. Well, we're we're about out of time here, so um, I mean, if we want to tie anything uh, up here, I don't have any quick hitters, but uh, any final thoughts? You really left you off the hook today. No hard questions. I really appreciate that. Yeah. I tried. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yes. I only I only got what uh, Stephanie Carter, Josie, Zoe, the text line's given us. You know. <laughs> I thought you did great. Thank you. I appreciate that. No, um, happy Mother's Day from us uh, at, at Action Church. Um, and we hope that you enjoy our time together, had a little bit of fun, talked way too much about feet. Um, That's my bad. And, uh, and uh, Tyler, Tyler gave, gave him a solid B plus today. Really great questions. <laughs> great outfit. Uh, very, very reserved. Like a teacher. Uh, if yeah. you saw the daily update, you know Oxford. he very, very, very teacher-esque today. Hey, we never want to, um, to have a time together at Action Church, especially on a Sunday. Uh, where we don't give uh, everyone an opportunity uh, to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And one of the questions uh, really stuck out to me, how do you walk through uh, a tough situation with faith? Maybe you're there today and you're sitting in pain in your body, pain in your mind, pain in your relationship, and you're wondering, how do I have hope? Well, that only comes through a relationship with Jesus Christ. You, you can't put your faith in action if you never started uh, your faith journey and your relationship with God. And so in this Mother's Day question and answer, ton of fun, laughs, you're about to go eat a meal. You didn't know that you were gonna have the most important meeting of your life with the Holy Spirit, the tangible presence of God. So right where you are, I believe even on days like today that the Spirit of God is moving and that somebody's gonna come into a life-changing, eternity-changing relationship with Jesus Christ. So we want to give you that opportunity right now where you are, at your home, your kitchen, uh, over with your loved ones, wherever you are. If you, if you would just bow your head, we're going to pray in just a moment uh, for you to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And if you're new to this church, then who is Jesus? He's the perfect Son of God, the second part of the Trinity, who came and lived on this earth, made himself human for 33 years, 30 years living pretty much a normal life, three years of some of the most amazing ministry that has ever taken place in the world. And what, what he came to do was to live that perfect life so that he could die as the perfect substitute in your place and in my place, taking on all of your mistakes, all of your sin, all of your shame, everywhere where you fall short, and giving you and me his righteousness, his, his holiness, really his birthright, if you will. It says that if we will accept Jesus, we become co-heirs, or adopted sons and daughters of the Most High God. And then he didn't just stay on that cross dying for you and for me. He rose again, giving us victory over sin and victory over the grave. And our responsibility is just to surrender, to take a step towards him and say, God, have your way in my life. So if you're there today and you're you're in pain, you're in doubt, you're in worry, you're in fear, you're looking to, to get out of this season, the first step is to step uh, take a step towards a relationship with Jesus Christ. So I wanna give that opportunity right now with your head bowed and your eyes closed right where you are. If you would just pray this prayer in your heart or out loud as I pray it here today. Say, God, I love you. And God, I thank you for saving me. And today I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. I'm saved only by your grace. 
And I am confessing with my mouth and I'm believing in my heart that you are the Lord. And I'm giving you that place today, complete and total control. God, have your way in my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Now, God, I pray for all of us today. God, I pray that we would honor our mothers, we would honor the women in our life. And we thank you so much for the gift that they uh, have been to us. And I pray today they would feel celebrated, honored, uh, and that we would just have uh, the, uh, the best day in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen.